His dad threw open the door of his bedroom, just as the closet door swung towards me, but didn't latch. Kevin whirled around. Through the open crack, I could see the back of Kevin's dark shirt as he stepped away from the closet. Shit, I heard him say quietly. I asked you to mow the lawn while I was gone. Sir, I didn't expect you until tomorrow. So you wait until the last minute? That is not very smart. I will do better. Kevin backed up closer to the closet door. Empty promises do not mean anything in this house. You screw up. You deal with the consequences. He took a deep breath, and his voice came out low and controlled. Move. I heard Kevin's sharp intake of breath. Sir, please. I'm sorry. I'll go do it right now. Excuse me? His dad asked. I couldn't see him as Kevin was standing with his back to the closet, but I could hear his voice getting closer. I said move. Do not make me say it again. Sir, please, Kevin repeated, his voice pleading. It unnerved me to hear his tone so out of character for him, so close to begging. Suddenly, he was yanked away from the closet, and I saw his dad throw him against the wall. I grasped my hands over my mouth, not breathing as I stumbled backwards into his clothes, desperately trying to still myself, so not to alert Kevin's dad to my presence. Why do you insist on making this harder? His dad laughed, and it scared me more than any of his words had. It also frightened me that I'd seen this side of Kevin often, and I thought I knew what followed. His dad pushed him against the wall face first. It reminded me of a scene in a movie where some guy's getting arrested and has to put his hands on the wall. Kevin separated his feet and bowed his head. From where I was, I could see how he carefully spread each one of his fingers. Good boy. His dad took his time unbuckling his belt and pulling it loose from his pant loops. He wrapped the end around his palm twice, tugging at it for a good grip, and letting the buckle end go so it swung and settled heavily on the floor next to his shoes. He stood there for several moments, and I could see Kevin's shoulder rising and falling slowly. As his dad pulled his arm up, I pressed myself hard against the back of the closet and closed my eyes. This couldn't be happening. Not to Kevin. I expected screaming, but all I heard was the belt hitting him and the whistle of his breath as he pulled it in through gritted teeth. The sound of it slicing through the air sent terrible images of my dad beating me, ripping through my head. My dad held on to the buckle end, which made sharp cracking noises, but Kevin's dad slammed the heavy buckle into his body, replacing the crack with a dull thump. I opened my tear-filled eyes just as Kevin collapsed and fell to the floor on one knee. His dad didn't stop. Next time, get it done, his dad finally said coldly. He was putting his belt back on as he walked out the door and shut it behind him.
I waited until I heard the TV turn on upstairs. Wiping the tears from my face, I took a deep breath and pushed the door slowly open, moving cautiously towards him. He was still kneeling on the floor by the wall as I came up behind him. Give me a minute. His voice was harsh and strained. He looked at me, and I was surprised to see that there weren't any tears on his face, only the struggle for control. Fine, um, I said, thinking of what he'd done for me the first time my dad hit me. I'm going to get a damp towel in the bathroom. He started to pull himself up. Again, I was surprised at how quickly he was recovering from everything. It had taken hours for me just to get myself moving that first night. Do you need help?